Welcome, welcome, welcome. Pay attention, son. This is for your own good. Look at me. I'm a big son. I have a phone. I don't wake up in a dumpster every morning. I probably have a pocket to keep my phone in, too. Hey. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? My alarm clock. <laughs> I love Jello Puddin Pop. Buzzard Theo. Love Jello Puddin Pop. Woohoo! Pleased to present for your consideration. Well, let's start the insanity. It is time for us to do what we've been doing. And that time is every day. This is Two Broke Dads. It sounds like that's supposed to be inspirational. That was what our vice president of the United States said this week when asked, is it time? That's a quote, a direct quote. It is time for us to do what we've been doing, and that time is every bit, every day. Inspiration. That's a dream team. Should be, our that's president, a Michael Scott. Our, yeah, that's a Michael Scottism. You say a whole bunch of stuff, and it doesn't mean anything. They're the dream team. They are the dream team. Joe and Kamala. Oh, boy. Is it Kamala or Kamala? I never know, so I never say it. Yeah. I just say our vice president. I say it different every time. Madam. Do you say madam or madam? Madam. Madam. Madam vice president. Madam. A charade of madam. Madam charade. Madam charade. Madame charade. Uh, <laughs> no malarkey on this podcast. Hey. So, so listen, at the our intro, it talks about jello pudding pops. Jello pudding pops. Do they still make those? Because I loved those when I was a Heck kid. Heck yeah, they make those. Do they? Yeah. I got to get some. Bill Cosby still the spokesperson. Oh, <laughs> that would be awesome if he was. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're good. Man, your impressions every week. <laughs> it's from practicing in the car. So we got a little something in front of us that Christoph is stirring and looking at with wonderment. I don't um, know that wonderment's the right word. It's so, it's Huel oh, hot yeah. and savory or hot something? Hot and savory, yeah. Huel hot and savory. So um, our, our pal Frank... Uh, who has sent us uh, stuff in the past. He sent us something to try here. Now, at first I thought, I announced it like a month ago that he was sending stuff, and it's it's been sitting on my uh, in my coat closet there for about three weeks. Does he eat this stuff? It. He does. I'm pretty sure he does. I think he said he does. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, because I thought he was going to send us something like either super hot. Maybe it is hot. I don't know if this is a prank, because we're not health food people. It looks a I little. Let's describe now. I'll post a picture. It, here's what it looks like. It looks like my dog oh. ate my uh, spaghetti with meat sauce, and then parted my Francaise, and then shat it out <laughs> into this bowl. Now, Frankie, <laughs> I hope you're not. Now, I'm. I'm. I'm going to eat it with an open mind here. Yes. But I hope you're not offended if we both hate it with every fiber of our being, because. It doesn't smell great. No. But I'm I'm you know, we're not health food guys and it looked pretty healthy. It's supposed to be it's a complete nutritious meal. Yeah, it's a is com- what it says on the bag. I mean, it did firm up pretty good. It was pretty Remember in the Matrix first. when they free Neo from <laughs> the Matrix and they're sitting on board the ship the Nebuchadnezzar <laughs> and they're going to eat breakfast together and they dump the slop in his bowl and That's the guy says I- it it's got everything the body needs. <laughs> So that's what I'm thinking. This stuff has yeah. everything the body needs except for maybe texture and flavor. We're eating space food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we digging in right now? Let's let's uh, to it. And and to, and Frankie, real quick, 
So I guess it was supposed to come with a scoop. There so was no sp- scoop. We spent about 10 minutes trying to figure out what a scoop is, according to this. Uh, yeah, because there's no grams to cups conversion, because yeah. grams is weight and cups is we volume. Google was not a huge help, but let's yeah. try it. All right, we're going to take, right, a, here we take go. a bite here. It's got quinoa in it. Um, <laughs> it tastes healthy. I don't know what else is it. It's a bunch of vegetation and stuff. Yeah. I thought it was going to be spicy. That's what I wanted. It's too. not. I'm glad it's not. Second it doesn't bite. have a huge taste, to be honest. Like it. It smells more than it has flavor. I'm be honest. I don't know. Maybe it's my eyes playing tricks. As soon as I took that first bite, the, all the lights look yellow to me. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like everything went yellow. Maybe it's got special mushrooms in it. Is it did it go to yellow for anybody else? <laughs> I wondered if our lights, something was up with our lights. Uh, <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's got some. Uh, um, I went with a rinse of the, the root beer. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to get a little greenness. Let's try a little greenness. And I do not know if he really wanted us to like it. If he was trying to say, hey, they don't eat healthy. Maybe I can throw something at them that they'll start eating. But uh, I'll be honest. I mean, it's a good weight loss tool because you take a couple bites and you don't want to eat anything oh, ever yeah. again. <laughs> it's um, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Uh, I'll give it that. Yeah. That's right? true. The smell and the texture, I thought. Smell it, t- it smelled this like grass be, or something. Like yeah. it, it smelled like, like spicy health. spicy grass. Spicy grass. Yeah. And the texture, I thought this is going to be awful, and it wasn't awful. It wasn't awful. It wasn't something. Wasn't a go. Could use some Montreal steak seasoning. <laughs> use a lot of that, <laughs> and could probably just use a steak too. Ooh. Now I think mixed with something, this could be good. Like if you put this on a taco, like if you're just making steak tacos and want to make a little, oh, add a little health kick. A topping. I think it could go. I think I could do that. Yeah, that's not bad. Buy it. Oh, you know what the texture is? It reminds me. So refry beans. It's kind of refried beanish, but also, uh, you know, the the box meals you get, uh, like Hamburger Helper? Yes. They make yeah, one yeah. called Cheesy Enchilada. Mm-hmm. This has the Cheesy Enchilada vibe. Yeah. Broke Dads get uh, Hamburger Helper. Yeah. And maybe Frankie sells this stuff or something, because I think it's something you special order. Maybe he sells it. Oh, he's maybe just, he's a Huel may, spokesperson. Maybe he's using us right now to... to Sell to our yeah, millions of money. listeners. It's delicious. It's awesome. Yeah, get it. I feel stronger already. Okay, so what's what's the best food ever? Steak. So zero to steak. What is this? Negative one. <laughs> it's not on a steak scale. No. You can't put this on a yeah, steak yeah, scale. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's like steak. I don't know what I'd give it. Burgers, bacon. Like those are all top of the list stuff. This is yeah. not. Yeah. This is you're 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 in a fit fitness regiment or something like yeah. you're you're sucking this down because you're it's you're full not of the stuff you need in your body you're not thinking of food as food you're thinking of it as fuel at this point uh, your, is that why they call it fuel fuel maybe. fuel Ooh, fuel yeah health fuel health fuel we just solved a mystery yeah we're all about solving mysteries. that riddle has been solved i'd give it a point eight <laughs> okay yeah, it's positive <laughs> Honestly, right it's, it's, from zero to steak it's a point eight i would not i would not eat it I would not eat it, and I'm sorry if that offends you, Frankie, but I appreciate you sending it, and I, I will try anything you send. We we'll find somebody who's into fitness. It's not going to go to waste. I will yeah. tell you that, Frank. I will find someone that will eat it because yeah. it won't be me. But, uh, yeah, it won't go to waste, and uh, we appreciate it, and we'll try whatever you guys send into us. That's our guarantee. That's the Two Broke Dads guarantee. <laughs> two Broke Dads guarantee. Reach out to us on our Facebook page, Two Broke Dads. I don't know, something. So Facebook slash... <laughs> 
Two Broke Dads. So you'll find us. <laughs> start start at Facebook and search for yeah. Two Broke Dads. Find us. I'm sure we got an email. Backslash. I just don't have it in front of me. But dummies. Yeah. yeah, we will try some. If you send it, if you send crickets in, we're going to try it. I'm going to make Christoph try it. So. Yeah. Um, this so could use a little away. cricket crunch. The Huel, could, if you had cricket crunch in there, it wouldn't hurt it. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't. So well, we got a phone call to make. Don't we, we got a phone call to make. Let's. Uh, one, uh, yeah. So we're gonna call. Who are we gonna call, Kristoff? We are calling my best buddy Eric. Okay, and we're hoping this works. We've never done this. This is our first call as a podcast, and uh, he's on standby. He's on standby. Let's. Because we've referenced him a lot, he he appreciates the pod. Oh, that's a little loud. So let me turn it down here. He uh, got off work not too long ago. Let me slide that over. Hello? Uh, is this Eric J. Masters? Eric what? J. Masters. No. Oh, it's no, Eric, Eric with two Ks? Yeah. <laughs> we should start. You're on Two Broke Dads right now. Two Broke Dads? That's right. Can you hear us okay? Yeah, I can hear you good. That's good, man. Can you hear me? How are you? I'm doing all right. That's good, man. So maybe we should we should start with why your name is spelled with two Ks. Oh, it is. Is it really spelled with two Ks? Yeah, E R I K K. How'd that come to be? Has that always been how your name was spelled? Good thing it wasn't three Ks. Uh, no, it isn't actually. So your parents Um, named you Eric, but spelled it differently. But spelt it differently, like John Coffee only spelt different. Remember that guy? <laughs> That's the Green Mile reference. That's, <laughs> That's right. So how, so how did you end up? Apparent, apparently, when I was young, like less than ten, I threw. Uh, I talked to my parents, and I was like, "Hey, I don't really like the way that you guys spelled my name. I'd like to change it from E R I C." To E R I K K. No, that's a that's a true story. That's a true story. And, and they obliged you parents, at ten years old. They're like, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, and my parents were like, okay, we can change it. So I had to go. They had to do file paperwork <laughs> with the state and with where you get your birth certificate from, and like document the change with additional documentation other than my birth certificate <laughs> which <laughs> seems like great. a whole process that's right good. so yeah that's good and all but like when i go to the the next several years when i went to like if i ever got on a plane or something i didn't i couldn't just take my birth certificate i had to take my birth certificate and this other document that said that I changed my name <laughs> and the spelling and all that business. So yeah, it was a big, it was a big ordeal. Did you have to convince weird. them? Like, w- did you work hard to get them to agree to change your name or were they just on board right no. away? No. I don't think so. It was just like, <laughs> you're the favorite child. So go ahead. You can. What uh, would you do if one of your kids came you to you have to at, edit. at 10 and Wait, said, you might have to edit that out. Cause if my, my sister listens to that, she might, she might be offended. <laughs> Well, sometimes the truth hurts, right? <laughs> Whatever's said here is set in stone. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. We so, don't for those that don't know, Eric is uh, your college buddy. Yeah. And we've told a, at least one story of Eric, um, which yeah. I don't know if we want to re- rehash here on the pod. but Yeah, we're not to rehash it, but it was the... Uh, it was the the stealth ninja bathroom story. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. Searching for a plunger. That. You did a pretty good... 
you did a pretty good job recreating that. I did listen to that one. Yeah, you told me that a long time ago, and it, it stuck with me. But one one of my favorite <laughs> one of my favorite things is to get a text message from Eric because he'll send me like one or two lines at a time, and he's like, "Okay, so I was in the bathroom," and then it stops. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll get Paint like the next picture. part. So if he text messaged that ninja bathroom story, it's like it's like fifty three texts, and it's good that it breaks down that way because it gives you time to laugh in between. We should make a coffee table book. <laughs> a very text. I got to build up, build some momentum with those. Yeah. You know? Text yeah. messaging is uh, is difficult to to get a good story out of text messaging. You right. Build it up. Yeah, you do. You do a good job with that. So. <laughs> So uh, we're going to tell the listeners how we met. Do you remember the first the first time we met? Ooh, um, I think it was uh, at basketball practice, right? Yeah. So you rolled up like halfway through the season. Yeah, and cop- I told uh, it was like uh, it was. I I started going to Lancaster Bible College in January, and the first day of school that I the first day that I came to school, I stopped up and talked to the coach. I was like, Hey, I'm interested in playing basketball with you guys, if that's okay. And I said, maybe I could come to a tryout and, or not a tryout, but maybe I could come to one of your practices and see if I fit with the team. He's like, no, you're good. You made the team. I'm like, what? (laughs) But I, that year I was, I was, (laughs) I was so anxious about making the team that I spent all preseason running. In fact, they say that you, you gain 15 pounds your freshman year, right? The freshman 15. But from yeah. August to November, I actually lost 35 pounds because all I did was run in preparation for college basketball. I went from 210 to 175, and my mom cried when I went home for Thanksgiving because she thought I was sick because I was so thin. So Eric shows up in January, and he's just we're waiting for the like doors of the gym to be unlocked. And so the whole team standing there. We've been playing half a season together. And then walks this stranger. And I'm like, hey, dude, who are you looking for? He was like, oh, I'm here for basketball. I was like, what? He said, yeah, I'm on the team. And I said, no, you're not. (laughs) 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 And and that's where this beautiful relationship started. You were mad, too. You were were not happy. I did not like that I had to work so hard and you got to just kind of show up. But that did tell you that did tell you the caliber of players that we had on our team too. When yes, yes, like, it did. I do recall starting some of those games. Too. <laughs> I remember you worked a lot during basketball season too. Maybe the maybe our second year playing together. And yeah, you, second year. You like missed a bunch of practices because you were working all the time, and so you wouldn't start, but you get in the game. And uh, and you're a three point shooter, right? You will pull up mm-hmm. from like as soon as you walk mm-hmm. in the gym, you will pull up from the That's baseline. Right. And I remember, right. remember playing an away game, and uh, and Coach was just laying into us at halftime. I mean, just tearing us apart. And he looks at you, and he says, Eric, when you catch that first pass, do not shoot the ball. Run the play. Do not shoot. And our first play out in the second half, Eric gets the ball on the baseline, three-point. It's the first pass, and he's supposed to, he's supposed to swing the ball, right, make another pass. He pulls up and drains a three, and we all look over at Coach because he just reamed us out and said, do not shoot. And Coach is standing up clapping for Eric because he didn't nail the three-point. I said, the guy doesn't come to practice. He doesn't listen to Coach, and he still gets applauded. It was a pretty good gig. I was uh, I was 0 for 8 in the first half, too. So that contributed to my reaming at halftime. Yeah, but he didn't care as soon as you made it. 
<laughs> that's right. That was the kind of coach he was. Yeah, that's kind of how he rolled, which is fine. That's right. That's right. I didn't play sports in college. <laughs> you played lacrosse remember, in high school, though, right? I remember uh, that was probably Baptist. I remember playing Baptist, and we used to get hammered. Well, they were giants. They had like a seven-footer on their team. destroyed. Yeah, all the time. And I remember we played in a tournament with them one time. And, you know, I don't know why you schedule a tournament with a team that is going to destroy you. A lot of times you get in tournaments, you get, like, talent equal opponents. Yeah, well, not those guys. We were, we were there. We went to their place to play. And, you know, coach is like, hey, you know, walk the ball up the floor, get some passes, you know, let's not rush anything. Let's get good shots. Let's try and keep the game close. And they destroyed us. They yeah, killed they, us, they by like, us by like 40. Do you remember so what they... after the game? Yeah. Hold on. After the game, after the game, you're going to, I think you'll remember this once I get going here. Um, after the game, we were done. We were kind of just walking around and we found, uh, we found their like, their school, their like meeting room or whatever, their playroom. Yeah. They had like a pool table and yeah. ping pong table. Oh, that's right. I do table. remember this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, me and Chris all started playing foosball and, you know, we were just kind of goofing around. We we're playing. And all of a sudden two guys came up from the team that just destroyed us Baptist. And they're like, Hey, you guys want to play doubles? We we're like, yeah, sure. We'll play. And, uh, Christoph, takes the backside, the goalie side, and I'm up in the middle. And uh, they drop the ball in. We kick it around a little bit. Kristoff gets it back with his goalie. Whap! And he scores. And we're up 2 nothing. That's and right. we look at each other and we both smile. <laughs> and Kristoff goes, hey, we're finally going to be Baptist at something. <laughs> <laughs> they rattled off 10 straight. Yeah, they, they, they whooped us 10 too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was good. Yeah, that was good a stuff. gimme on that first score, and then they smoked us again. That's all they did. They just whooped us all the time. I remember I had yeah. to I had to d up. I was the smallest center in our league, right? At six four, I was the shortest guy playing my position, and uh, the guy that played for Baptist was legitimately seven feet tall. And there's nothing you can really do against that guy. Offensively, if I'm in the post and turn around, he's eight inches taller than me. He's going to block the shot. But what I figured out is that I could keep my elbow up and spin into his sternum. And as he was trying to catch his breath, I might have a chance to score. And he kept complaining to the ref. And the ref finally looked at him and said, look at you. Right? Just deal with it. <laughs> so, yeah, it was an offensive foul every time I tried to score on him. So then after college, we, uh, we worked together. First job was Home Depot. Oh, yeah. Paint department? Do you remember – no, Do you I, remember uh, your uh, advice to me for Home Depot? Yeah, about about uh, asking how much you're going to get paid, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went in and said, uh, "I want ten bucks an hour," and they and I went in for my interview and whatever. And the lady said, "Oh, we're yeah, we'll we'll hire you. You can start next week." I said, "Hey, we didn't really discuss my wage." And she looked at my application where I put ten bucks an hour, and she was like, "Oh yeah, that's good." So I told Eric, "Like, dude, ask for more than what you yeah. really need to get." And what did you ask for? I asked for fifteen. And they gave you like twelve fifty or something, right? Twelve fifty, yep. Yeah, so he started he started two fifty more an hour than I did like a week later. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was terrible advice. 
I made it though, man. I was making twenty six grand a year. That's right. That was it. I, I was. Didn't, I didn't need college anymore. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, Home Depot turned into Green Tree Sales, right? You started working for them. Mm-hmm. So I got you the job at Home Depot. Then I moved back to Maryland. You got me the job at Green Tree Sales. We worked there together. Then I joined mm-hmm. the party for five years. Josh worked for that company for a, for a bit, for a scant eight months That's or right. something like that. Yeah, maybe a year. He he was a. Uh, I just remember the uh, at least one work meeting where we had like the whole company there, the big honchos, and I happened to sit next to Eric, and he oh, and no. I, we were laughing the whole way through, <laughs> and like the main guy, I can't remember what was his name, Vincent, Vince, yeah. looking at me, and like I can't keep a straight face because I'm like a 20 year old, right? And Eric will Eric will joke the whole time, but he does it under and he the can radar. Keep a straight, yeah, yeah, he's keeping a straight face under the radar, and so you're cracking up and getting looked at like you're causing the problems. That's your special skill, Eric. Uh, no. That and yeah. uh, number two. Yeah, and, and number two. Yeah, number two is your special. So I don't know if that's your special <laughs> skill or you got to you got to give us a bathroom story. It, it can be one I've heard already. Like, how many times have you Ooh. walked into the wrong restroom? Maybe that's a good place <laughs> to start. <laughs> it's why why is it is it bathroom stories? I mean, normally when you go into something like this, is like, hey, share that one time when you messed up in the bathroom. Or <laughs> we, something. we didn't bring you on for inspirational like, hey, content. <laughs> answer the question: How many times have you walked into the wrong restroom? <laughs> Well, I walked in one good one the other day. <laughs> That's why it's stories plural, because it oh, keeps happening. Word. It was awful. It was horrible. You, so this is I, recent. I had to go. Well, I have something that just happened to me yesterday, actually. But, uh, that's <laughs> oh, not going into the wrong bathroom. But, oh, okay. Uh, but I was at uh, I was at a like a uh, Hershey Outlets. And is that what they call it? Man, I was in. What's that? Is that what they call it? Yeah, that's what they call it. That's what they call it. Uh, I was at Hershey Outlets, and I had to. I mean, it was it was emergency mode. You were prairie like, dogging. I was full, I was full pucker, duck walking, trying to get where I was going in a hurry. So much so that, and I didn't even know where I was at. So I had to call. I had to ask a guy. I was like, "Dude, where's the bathrooms at?" He's like, "Right down here. It's down the hall." And I started going down the hall. Well, the first door I got to, I opened it up and I got like halfway in and my face is looking like right at the label, like the door label says yeah. ladies on it. I was like, whew. <laughs> so I came back out and went in the next door. Well, you know, I went in, uh, I, I was in a, I was in a hurry. I just went in and wasn't looking around. I just did my business and after I was done, I was kind of in my mind. I was like going through like what I had seen on the way in, like little flashes. I saw a sink. I saw the, I saw the soap dispenser. I saw the paper towels. I didn't remember seeing any urinals. (laughs) (laughs) And just about that time, two ladies walked in in high heels. And you're still in the stall. I'm in the stall. And you had done, you had done some terrible things to that bathroom. Oh yeah, so I did what any, I did what any other man would do in my situation. I got my feet off the ground as quickly as I could, <laughs> so they wouldn't see my shoes underneath. Uh-oh. You know. The good news is, and, this, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, nope. this day and age, it's not that, that, that big a deal because you can identify however you want. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, you're right. That's right. So you've been in if quite. It a few... only happened ten years later. <laughs> you've been in quite a few ladies' rooms by accident. Are they cleaner than men's rooms? Uh, you know, once I find out I'm in there, I get out as quickly as possible. I don't. I don't linger around too much, but you know. I remember one time at Home Depot, I was in the bathroom doing business, and and Eric worked five to two every day, which was just the best shift ever. And my shift mm-hmm. kind of rotated, but when we worked that same 5 a.m. to 2 p.m. shift, you know, we'd catch each other for lunch. We'd hit that uh, Eaton Park for that all-you-can-eat breakfast. <laughs> uh, but uh-huh. I'm, I'm sitting in the stall, and, and in comes somebody. I don't know who it is. I'm taking care of business. Um, and, and somebody comes into the stall next to me, sits down, and I hear, <laughs> I hear a whisper, Christoph. And I look down, and he's got his fist underneath the stall wall, like to give me a fist bump while we're both pooping. It was, it was the buddy poop fist bump. <laughs> well, it's I funny when you, about that story. When you guys are talking sports. I was kind of getting a little drowsy, but now that we're, we're <laughs> now we got bathroom relate. talk, I parked right up. <laughs> now you can relate. Poop talk gets you going. Hey, speaking of sports, I got a question. I was listening to your last podcast, yeah. and. You were getting into the whole bidet thing, yeah. Or no, you were getting into the you were getting to the uh, adult conversation with the kids. Oh Birds yeah, and the bees, and yeah. How you had it, and Chris was going right. He's talking, and he's like, "And my dad came in, and Josh just kind of just goes, hey, did he have his catcher's mitt?'" And then Chris <laughs> just kept going. I'm like, "What the heck is that?" You know, sometimes you got to have visual aids. Pitchers and catchers, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my word. I was like, where is he going? And then you guys didn't talk about it anymore. I was like, ah. Left you even, hanging. Didn't even phase him. Yeah. I'll, if I address it while I'm telling my story, then I'll forget what I was talking about. Because I, I have a oh beautiful word. I normally listen back to the podcast, and I hear, like, three times as much stuff as I heard while we were doing it. So I have a good laugh. Well, your excuse is you're producing. You've got like your phone and your computer. You got the soundboard. I'm just legitimately, I know I've said it before, but, but all week long, Josh preps for the podcast. (coughs) He does all of the production, all of the equipment, everything. And I just show, I like get here as fast as I can from work and I don't do any prep and I just talk about stupid stuff. So he does all the work. (laughs) I just, I'm filler. That's all. Eric, Eric, do you want us to plug anything? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, are you selling anything? Any, any no. So we worked. We, no, I'm good. We, Thanks, Josh. We had, <laughs> we had Home Depot together, Green Tree. Then we uh, we went our separate ways uh, professionally. And now, what are you doing? Uh, I work at Three Mile Island in oh. Pennsylvania. I do nuclear security. So you're charged it's with the security of our nation. That's right. Uh, and, and you carry a weapon. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like uh, wasn't Bart Simpson in the control room? There? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even I didn't even make it to the control room, so I'm just security. So that tells you where I'm at. Well, at least you know where the bathrooms are. <laughs> that's right. No mishaps at work <laughs> so far. At work. So <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got my gun. I've got my sidearm. I crap my pants. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Although. Somebody did try and flush a sweater down the toilet once. At your work? Was pretty interesting. Yeah. Some, you know, we, we bring in, when we have outages where we maintain the reactor building, we just bring a boatload of people in, like three or 400 extra people, and 
they're not always exactly the best qualified or, <laughs> you know, shouldn't exactly does be, be in a nuclear facility. And yeah. So it's so, the same problems as any other workplace, right? Exactly. It's just the yeah, consequences right. are way worse when something goes wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a so that's, deal. is three mile Island still operational? No, it shut down a couple years ago. Now they have, um, so all the, once the fuel rods kind of, once they get done utilizing the fuel rods, they go into uh, like a staging area. And then now they're like wrapping them all up in big concrete blocks and gases and stuff. And then they're, they built a smaller facility on the same Island and they take them out of there and put them onto the smaller facility. And then once that happens, they basically get rid of like 90% of the people that are there. So it'll still be staffed really small with just, uh, you know, one or two guys doing maintenance and uh, overwatch and things like that. And then a boatload of security, 10 or 15 or 20 security guys that rotate in and out. So, so will you continue to work there once they're done everything? No, I'll be done probably like as of right now, if they stay on course with, everything which they're currently delayed a little bit now it should be probably august august september somewhere in there that i'll be looking for work are you allowed to talk about this <laughs> well he's he's yeah. leaving anyway that's true that's true yeah yeah it's all it's all common knowledge like i i could you know there's staging areas right now where uh you can basically apply for jobs and huh. you know go back and forth with people i mean some people actually do little side gigs while they're at work because most of the security i mean there is stuff that we have to do we do plan access and things like that but a lot of it is um a majority of it is you're in a staging area in case something happens oh, so you have you have certain areas you can travel to and they give you what they call attentiveness aids which is a computer so you can watch movies and <laughs> you know, attentiveness keep your so you can not be attentive better that's right. Well, uh, you know, when that job's done, Christoph will get you a job out here. You can come visit us in the studio. Yeah, you going to move to the Midwest? I like it. Well, I feel like if I moved to the Midwest, I'd have to do it without my wife and kids, so it's probably not going to happen. So you're saying there's a chance. Midlife crisis. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. There's been a lot of movie references since I got on the That's the all phone we do, here. man. There's no original material. It's movie quotes and food you've already tasted review. It's how all our, good, though. How our brains operate. Yeah. Well, well, I think we should uh, have Eric back on for some more stories. Uh, yeah, we're going to have, in the near I future. think, a regular segment will be Story Times with Eric. Story Times with Eric. Yeah. I like it. All right. I like it. Thanks, brother. Hey, thanks for calling in. Uh, yep. See you guys. Our first Thank guest. You. See ya. See ya. All Eric right. Masters, everybody. Eric Masters. You wouldn't have thought when we first met that he'd be the guy charged with securing our nation. <laughs> Him and the uh, guy that's trying to flush a sweater. That's right. Yeah. He has since, he didn't go through his whole deal, but I think he has since earned his master's degree. Really? And so I'm not sure what his next step is, but he certainly has the background, the credentials, the resume, and now a master's degree. He's going to be just all right. I should have asked him if he uh, has ever had a panic situation at that job. Because I actually had something. Have you ever had a, a situation where you were panicked at your job? Uh, like because of something dangerous or what? Yeah, maybe, maybe. anything like that. Just, oh, crap. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you have one recently? So I thought of one this week that I had totally blocked out of my memory. In fact, I thought of it like three days ago, and then I forgot about it because I didn't type it out in time in my little notes pad that I keep for the podcast. Yeah. And then I remembered it yesterday at dinner. So I, for a period of time, a period of time lasting approximately three days, I was uh, helping a catering company in Kansas City. Like working for them? Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I trained. I saw how they did it the first day. I went out. And what we would do is it, we would take, it was this barbecue company, and we would, you know, cater to their business meetings and stuff like that. So we'd go in with these big carts of food. It was just you by yourself, and you'd set it all up, and then they would come and you'd come in. They'd sign a paper. So I did this, and I did. It, I watched a guy. I went with him one day, and then the next day I was on my own. So I went to this big corporation, this big building, and yeah. I had a bunch of food, a whole cart full of food, and I carry it in there, and I'm unwrapping it. My first day, I don't kind of know where I'm going to set everything, and they just say, here's the conference room, set it up, we'll be in and, you know, whenever, and I'm pulling the first thing off, and I slice the crap out of my hand, because they're not using like uh, the tinfoil you use at home. Oh, it's commercial grade. It was commercial grade, never used it before, and I slice my hand, and I'm standing there with a bloody hand. And so I'm trying to do everything one-handed. I don't know if someone, the whole time I'm thinking someone's going to walk in here. Yeah. I don't want to get fired on my first day. I don't want to be like, hey, we can't use any of this food. Now, I didn't get any in the food. Right. Guaranteed. I don't think I got any on any of the tables. <laughs> I found, all I could find was a couple napkins. Yeah. So I'm wrapping my hand and it's bleeding like yeah. bad. Right. And so I'm like panicked because I'm like, someone's going to come in at any moment. I'm setting the food out and it's a lot of food. And I'm trying, I don't know what I'm doing. And you're doing one handed. totally out of my moment. I'm doing everything one handed and I'm bleeding. I did bleed on the carpet. Like I right. got up what I could and I'm rushing because I don't want someone to walk in and I'm on the hand, hands and knees picking, you know, yeah. wiping up blood off the carpet. Like they're not going to use any of this food. I'm going right. to get fired. It's probably, I bet it's six hundred dollars worth of food yeah and i'm like i'm gonna get fired on my first day so then i realize as i'm leaving i get it done and i'm and i'm like so i'm sweating i'm panicked i i have my hand in my pocket the whole yeah. time like sweatshirt pocket or um i think it was my pants pocket yeah and uh because we had to wear a certain shirt i think but i'm bleeding like crazy and i'm pretty sure i was wearing khakis oh. i don't know and it's like and the whole time i'm thinking <laughs> Like, I know everyone's looking at me, and I have to go get a paper signed. Yeah. So I get the pen in one, in my left hand. I get the paper in my left hand, and I'm, I'm hoping she's, like, not going to give me the pen back. It's going right. to be real awkward. Hand her the thing. She signs it. Somehow I get away with it. I never pull yeah. my hand right hand out of my pocket, make way out of there. Never work for that company again. That was your I last was day. <laughs> I might as well have just told him I was bleeding because I – did you, you bleed know. through your pants? I don't remember. Uh -oh. I don't think I did, but it was a lot of blood. Like yeah. it was like enough that I probably should have told somebody. Right. But uh, it was my first day, and I'm like, I'm not gonna waste all this food. I didn't get into food. Anyone right. listen? I made sure that I would have told somebody. If it, yeah. But I did slice my the crap, and I was panicked because I'm like, someone is gonna walk in and see me bleeding all over. It's gonna be. So how curtains. long was it from like slicing your finger to getting out of the building? I don't know. It was pr I mean, probably. 15 10 to 15 minutes but it felt like forever right oh it felt like yeah yeah it was crazy it, but anyway i just remembered that story and i was like that's a, a panicked story at work yeah um i remember someone else panicking for me at oh. work so uh while i i think right after i got married i'd finished working for home depot uh-huh and i went to work uh for this guy that detailed big rig trucks peterbilt yeah. trucks and to wash like the top of the cab above the windshield, you'd stand, you'd open the the hood of the truck, yeah. and you'd stand on the top of the engine. Wow! And scrub the top of this truck, and then you'd step off the engine onto the tire, 
back down to the floor. And it was, I guess there was some soap on the tire or something. So as I was stepping off, I slipped and kind of got spun around and whacked my head on a cinder block and it knocked me out. Oh my gosh. So the guy that I worked for and his father who so you was fell off the truck? Fell off the truck Holy and whacked crap. my head on the cinder block, the back of my head on the cinder block. And so I just remember waking up and they're screaming at me, but I can't even really hear them yet, you know, because I'm coming to. Yeah. But the look of sheer panic on their faces because <laughs> I was oh, I'm sure. knocked out on the on the bay floor. Um, I, and I don't know, I probably wasn't out that long, but I just remember like their panic. And yeah. and then I, you know, I tried to be the tough guy, like, oh, I'm good. I can work. And, and he wouldn't let me. He actually called my wife and had her come pick me it's up. It's always kind of nice when the, the boss sends you home and you're like, yeah. you, you're kind of the hero because I'll stay out. <laughs> I can stay and work. I can't see straight, but I'll yeah. keep working. Yeah, that's the that's the the panic at work that I remember the best. I think you said you had a dream about our podcast. I did as well last night, actually. Really? What was your dream? I dreamt that we uh, we bought a a building downtown, and that huh. was our studio. Well, because we like were doing because we were doing this full time. This was oh, our full time gig. One day. Yeah. I think we'll get there. Yeah, I think so. I think we'll get there. People love us. Got to have more people listen, so share the podcast. Share it. Uh, we are growing. Our Facebook page is growing. I think we're bumping up against 200. Maybe we passed 200 now on the, on that page. So that's kind of yeah. fun. Um, Lots so of listens maybe, on the different, yeah. different baby sources. Yeah. Most people are listening on Apple, I believe, so it's a good thing we're on there now. I had a dream. That another podcast, and I don't know which, I don't know who it was, took our motorcycle sidecar idea. We better jump on it. We better jump on it before somebody else does. Well, we had an offer today. We have a family reunion that's coming up this summer. Yeah, and uh, one of the cousins is like, "Hey, you should." Uh, uh, Stephen was like, "Hey, uh, you should uh, ride out to here the motorcycle and, side yeah, car to the, the motorcycle side. If we had it, I think we would do it. So, what do we? How do we do it? Like, is it what's it? Is it GoFundMe? Is it Patreon? Yeah. Like, we got to get that thing set up. Yeah. GoFundMe, they will take the money if you don't reach your goal, I think. Patreon. They, they keep it? Yeah. Or, no, they disperse it back to the people oh. who paid. The P- Patreon's like a monthly thing. Now, we could do that if we – I think once we get the motorcycle, so what, we could start a Patreon for a monthly episode thing. Can we do – if we do GoFundMe, you can just put, like, a date far enough out? Now, Patreon, you can do a goal where when you hit this certain amount, like we could release an extra episode every month or something or do yeah. something that people may want to contribute to. Right. You know, five bucks a month that could add up. And then we could have, you know, honestly, five bucks a month. If we had 100 people sign up for that, that'd be 500 a month. Ten months. Ten months we got this thing. Not even that because we'll chip in. I'll chip in a little. Yeah. Get there. Here, let's be honest. We're going to leave this up to you, Josh. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> remember, you do all the prep, <laughs> you do all the production, and I do none of that. Well, I get three quarters of the way done with everything, and then I quit. So probably not the we'll best. We'll get us seventy five percent there. Okay, and then I'll uh, I'll be the, I'll run the anchor leg. But I did have a dream that someone took our sidecar idea. Now, um, family reunions. Susan was joking on our Facebook page. Hey, Josh, you should say how you feel about family reunions. How do you feel about family reunions? I think I, I, they're a wonderful idea, and they typically get a little messy. Uh-oh. Got a little... A little crackle. A little crackle happened. Uh, they typically... There's typically something that gets a little messy, right? It's just too much. You're to trying, me, it's just You're trying to get, much. like, dozens and dozens and dozens of people to all agree on the yeah. same schedule, timing, meals, whatever. It's, it's a wonderful thought. Yeah. It's just too much. It's just... Yeah. when you Especially when you got families on families on families on families, and the family's growing, it's like... 
I don't know. I That's see what everybody. was good about COVID. You did your family reunions over Zoom. That's right. <laughs> That's right. right? So, when it clicked off, you just texted and said, sorry, we were having technical difficulties. Yeah. Internet went out. Yeah. <laughs> I've discovered the older I get, like, if there's too many people, it's not fun for me. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I just, is that agoraphobia? That's a fear of crowds. Well, or something I'm not like afraid that? of it, huh. and I'm actually okay with big crowds of people I don't know. Oh, you're like going, going to concerts and, and yeah. stuff. You're good with like, that. and I can be on stage in front of people and stuff. But yeah, if it's you just don't like the people that you know. I don't like the people <laughs> I know. It's not that I don't like them. It's just not all at once. And, and honestly, if we did a thing where I visited, you know, parts of the families in different parts of the country, I'd enjoy that a lot. Motorcycle sidecar. Motorcycle sidecar. Right. We just hop around to the people. Yeah. We will reunite with them individually. That's right. <laughs> um i did have a funny thing happen to me so we we went to lincoln and i think we talked about i was i had this uh britney spears shirt which i may have just given away the lead but so anyway at the end of the day we're driving through york nebraska and i pull over to get i think we're getting some dinner and i had to go into walmart to get something and so i run into walmart and as i'm leaving you know, I'm just going about my day, and I'm leaving, and it's really cold, and it's just me and another guy walking towards me. Yeah. And he's looking real cold, you know, and it's yeah. wind's blowing, and he's got a Chiefs sweatshirt on. Well, I'm a Chiefs fan. Yeah. And so I can I kind of, you know, I'm looking at him, waiting for him to look up at me. Yeah. And I, I think he was trying to avoid me, but eventually, like, he can't right. avoid me. Yeah. yeah. I was that guy. <laughs> and I normally don't do this to people, but for some reason, I was feeling, like, high energy. I was feeling good. Yeah. And he looks up at me, and it was like a split second. I said, go Chiefs. And before I could get done Chiefs, he said, hi. And just kept going. <laughs> and I'm like, that was such a weird response. I was like, go Chiefs, hi. It was such a weird response. I got in the car, and I'm like, Susan – this just happened. It was so weird. Like, right. this the high, the quick high. It's like, all right. Like, yeah. he didn't want to make eye contact. It right. wasn't a nice high, but he felt obligated. Yeah. And I looked down. Britney. We're in a Britney Spears shirt. <laughs> He's I like, would probably this do the same thing. <laughs> Why is this guy looking at me? Why is he walking towards me? Why right. is this guy in a Britney, full-grown man in a Britney Spears, oops, I did it again, T-shirt? <laughs> That's why. <laughs> I would have done the same thing, but I had totally forgotten I was wearing it. I'm walking through Walmart, oh, so all good. that, yeah. But that was kind of. I like that you just wear the shirt, though. Yeah. Well, what do I care? Yeah. Eh. Sometimes I think I'm married. I'm not trying to pre- impress anybody. You know, I already suckered Susan into marrying me. So. Right. Yeah. Who she's, do I got? Who do I got to impress? You. Well, she bought you the shirt. She bought me the shirt. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. We do have um, a friend. I'm very excited about this. So someone that listens to the podcast. That uh, knows your wife. I think her name might be Amy. Oh, yeah. And her and her husband. She's a professional, like, legitimate, licensed, professional ghost hunter. Ghost hunter. And I guess she heard some of our ghost stories. And and she has offered to take us on a ghost hunt. In fact, she said she'll do a ghost hunt at, you know, even where we podcast. And I said, I don't want a ghost hunt. Any place that I have to return to. See, that's where I'm dying to do it. I want to do I it here. Christoph, Christoph, right. I can't get him to do I'm it. I'm a big sissy, man. I don't want to find out there's ghosts. Like, well, we know first, there's ghosts first in this of building, all, But I don't want to find out. I don't want to know it for sure. All hands on the table. That doesn't make any sense. Cards? All cards on the table. <laughs> you know, and Amy, if you're listening, we don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in ghosts. I believe in a spiritual realm. I believe in I demons. I believe in demon on in captivity. I don't think demons can touch me because... But I'm they cr- can touch other stuff. They can touch you. And that's fine, but they can't... <laughs> yeah. I, that doesn't scare me. I'm afraid of two things in this world. Sharks and demons. True. That's it. 
But that's those are real fears. I don't go in the ocean, <laughs> and I <laughs> and I don't want a ghost hunt where I, I need to go back to that same building. I think we need to bully him. We need a, a concentrated effort <laughs> online on our Facebook page to bully Christoph because I think we got to do it at the church. I'll do a ghost hunt. Can we can we do the first ghost hunt yes. at, at a neutral location? Let's do that. Let's All do right. the first. And I do want to do this. And I, I'm not sure how we should do this, if we should make it like a, we a live. Yeah. Well, we definitely record it, and we can check in throughout the night. Or if we just make it a freaking live podcast or people are a part of it with us. You're going to look like a... Like the communications guy in war, you're gonna have your backpack and antenna and <laughs> for sure. microphones. But uh, it's gonna happen, and so uh, I hope it's gonna happen. She offered it, man. Yeah, she's, she's got like the equipment legit. and everything. Yeah. So I think we I'm, need to. I'm nervous talking about it. I'll be really. Honest. Yeah, it gets me. I'm so excited. Gets me in my feels a little. I've bit. always it's something I've always wanted to do. Yeah, we're gonna do it. Um, well, you used to look for that kind of stuff when you were a kid, like teenager right when you could drive on your own you'd oh, go dude. out to like abandoned houses i got yeah i got video lo- like russian embassy yeah. secret location and yeah well there is on the eastern shore of maryland and i haven't thought about this in years there is a russian embassy i think they shut it down oh did they really yeah. it was not, out in the not too long ago but out in the middle of nowhere and when you would start to drive out towards there's a long lane out there all of a sudden they'd be and we i've been chased off that property before several yeah. times like it gets it gets dicey. Now, one night I did go there with a couple guys, and they we got all the way up to it. Right. And when we got up there, there was guys guarding it. It was like a big high wall in there. Like armed like guards. Armed guards, like walking around. And for some reason, they didn't stop us. And uh, I've been told that even driving up to the embassy, yeah. like there's satellite imagery, you're on a list. So they're I watching bet. you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that was always fun. Russian interference. That wasn't as that wasn't really scary. But we used to yeah we would go to abandoned houses and all over cemeteries Island and cemeteries and find broken graves and yeah I got a lot of that on video too. I would stay away from all that oh, when I was a kid and now as an adult. Well, we're gonna challenge that because I'm pretty excited. I think that uh, I'll do it. Yeah, I, only because I think it'll be good entertainment value. Um. Well, it's funny. So I, I was talking to my uh, my childhood best friend, Aaron, Andrew, who uh, we were talking about this ghost hunt possibility. And I realized, I showed him a book cover. I said, I guess I should read this first. It's a book called Playing With Fire, and it's about demonic activity. I said, I should yeah. probably read that first. And then I realized I've been carrying three books around with me because I need to read all three. I've started all of them. But yeah. one is uh, Norm MacDonald's biography, so a funny book. Right. One is about habits. It's called... I can't even remember something about habits. And the other one is about demonic activity. <laughs> Just depending on what mood I am, I've been carrying these three books around. Like, I don't know why. But yeah. <laughs> need to and you started them. all three. And started all three. Haven't finished any of them. Well, finish the demonic one first before we go go something I need to, to make sure it. that we're, whatever we need to do, yeah, carry the cross. What's the worst that could happen? Wear some garlic around our neck or whatever it is you got to do to be safe. Well, I got some other some other uh, new segments. Actually, I'm gonna promo. But uh, fire away. Sh- should we take a break or should we keep going? You think? Uh, it's probably break time, isn't it? Plus, right. there, plus, there's pizza here. There's pizza here. So let's take a quick break, and we'll be back after this. Well, howdy, folks! It's that time again. We gonna guess ourselves a movie quote from my good friend, the Feminist Southerner. Good luck to you. I see dead people. Well, now, wasn't that a good time? I guess congratulations are in order. Unless you failed miserably, then better luck next time. 
And now, back to the show. All right, and we're back. Uh, Christoph just itched his beard on the microphone. I don't know how... That's that sound. I don't know how we feel about that. As it's a, my microphone, right? As a group. Does anybody else use this mic? By the way, I... Uh, no. Actually, I mean, it's no. not mine. It's yours, but... Yeah. No one else uses it. Yeah. So we'll, I can, we'll burn I can, it when we're done with this podcast. Yeah, I can scratch my beard on this <laughs> microphone if I want to. It's not like I'm sharing a bidet with you. By the way, I was checking while you were doing your other podcast. I was out in the hall. Crystal yeah. does a, a more serious podcast uh, during the... During the, the intermission. The intermission yeah. of this podcast. And... Uh, we have 233 folks joining our on our Facebook page, That's right. so we're growing. And we need those 233. Remember, this to is tell. a pyramid scheme. That's right. You tell two friends, and you tell those two friends to each tell two friends. That's right. And There's that's no money to be made. There's nothing. It's just no. good, dumb, Multi-level marketing. Multi-level marketing. Outlawed by the FTC. So, right? Christoph, yeah, reminded me of something. Um, bidet. So last last week was all about the bidet. It Christoph has been announced. installed. Oh boy! And I, you know, I wanted to see like what the what, what's the force this thing is shooting. Oh, with. it's got force, baby! I don't ever and go my, full blast. My bathroom, master bathroom, the toilet is kind of the far end, the lengthwise of the room. Oh, you're gonna get into your bedroom for sure. To the entry door, and so I just turned, not even full pressure, turned it to the lowest setting. And it shot right into my bedroom. I don't know, a good nine feet away, ten Dude, feet away. Don't mess around. And it, it actually made me a little nervous because I'm like, if I put this thing on high, it's going <laughs> to lift me off this yeah, turtle. You don't seat. go on high. Yeah. Yeah. So I have used it. It's uh, you. You were right. There's a. There's a. It's a learning curve. A honeymoon period. It's a honeymoon period. <laughs> it's, there's an adjustment. You got to break it in. Yeah. There's. <laughs> I got, uh, we're right back where we were last week. Oh gosh, uh, breaking in sounds better than a honeymoon period, though. <laughs> yeah, but you equated the honeymoon to a breaking in period. Yeah. That's where I was. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, I, I didn't do a daily journal, but I can tell you, <laughs> Captain's log. <laughs> oh, it was the captain's log. Um, so that's so ridiculous, but I will say um, <laughs> that that my my butt's never been cleaner. Okay, I can say yep. that okay. with full confidence. <coughs> and I will say that, like you said, you know, you got to get used to it. Mm-hmm. It's a new process, right? Yeah, we all have a process. we all have a toilet process, right? Yes. You do things the same way every time, yep. right? And so you now you're adding something new into your process, so you got to get used to that. I feel like you're subtracting. Because, man, you don't got to use all that. Addition by subtraction. Yeah, addition by subtraction. <laughs> and, I feel like it's taken away. But but I did. I woke up in the middle of the night, and I felt the rumble, and I had to go poo. Oh. So I went into, the, and, and this is several days after uh, bidet installation. And I, you know, look, this is intimate knowledge for our listeners, and I'm yeah. okay with you knowing this about me, <laughs> right? But I was uh, middle of the night, felt the rumble, had to go poo, and uh, and I went back to my traditional procedures, Oh no! Forgetting that I had a bidet. Oh no! And so I went. I I went. That's like you look forward to the stomach rumble when you got the bidet. So I'll be honest with you. I I started with my old procedures, and then I had the thought, "What the heck am I doing? Yeah, I am the proud owner of this bidet. Yeah, and doggone it, I'm going to use it. Yeah, and so I did. 
I revert, and that's when I realized, okay, I'm on board with the bidet. Well, and here's the deal. That's why I bought the bidet. I had a bad stomach virus. I was running to the bathroom every 30 minutes. Oh. Well, after two or three days, it would last it two or Ring like three, four days. After two or three days, I told Susan, I will never do this again. Yeah, yeah. I was hurting, hurting. I was almost in tears every time my stomach would rumble. Yeah. I'm like, never again. What was next, yeah. And we're now going, we're going water from well, here on and, out. And I'll give you. Not that we need this to spend. Is the, we're the grossest podcast ever. So what? Pe- <laughs> Who cares? People loved it last week. They love it. And we don't have to spend too much more time on the bidet. But yeah. I will tell you this. Now, you know, I had that experience in the middle of the night, and I knew that I was on board when I was like, what am I doing? Right? Yeah. And and the other thing that happened to me, and this is just today. In fact, we are in the middle. Right now, as we record, we're in the middle of this process. Okay. All right? At about 2 p.m., I felt the rumble. Oh. And I was on the road. Mm-mm. And I thought, not anymore. I'm waiting till I get you home. Wait, exactly. And I have not gone since that initial rumble. Yep. And I won't till I get to the master. There you throne. go. That's when you know. I'm I'm in. Now, you were, you're you probably right. not there yet. You're probably not life changed yet. No, no, it's not life changing for me. Yet. Habit changing. You'll get there. But it's habit changing. You'll get there. And and I realize that it's moving. It's moving the right direction. <laughs> it's it's a movement. <laughs> A bowel movement, if you will. <laughs> if you will. Bowel, comma, movement. Um, when, I, when I decided to not go to the bathroom until I get home. There you go. That's telling you something. See? All those people that doubt them. No one else in my family. They all think I'm crazy. I thought you were crazy. Yeah. I'm telling you. And I would never have purchased one. It had um, to come to me as a gift. Yep. And Now, you'll get to a point where you I can't almost, live without it, and you'll have to figure stuff out when you go on trips. I'm almost at the point now where... I might be regretting the years lost. Yeah. Without the bidet. I've been trying to tell y'all. <laughs> been trying to tell y'all. All right. Enough potty humor. Yeah. Um, we talked a lot about celebrities and death last week. And so I asked Christoph, I said, should we do a segment where we talk about who died on this day? Would that be interesting to people? It's interesting to me. Well, here we go. Celebrity death. <laughs> Too dark. It's, it's morbid. It's I, don't, mor- might, I don't know. We'll let the listeners tell if it's too dark. Right, definitely let us morbid. know. <laughs> I made it and I thought, you know, that might it's be a little crypt, too it's dark. It's got the Crypt Keeper vibe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Christoph, this one is going to tickle your fancy. The very first one, 1953. Gerd von Rundstolt. <laughs> German field marshal during World War II. Commander-in-chief <laughs> in the West. Died of heart failure at the tender age of 77. 1953. Germans find the run stud. Germans have some. <coughs> excuse me. Germans have some. Uh, some tough to digest names yeah. sometimes. Gerd. <laughs> Gerd's a tough one. Need a bidet after saying that name. <laughs> 1965. Mister Winston Churchill dies at the age of ninety. He was ninety. He made years it to old. 1965. 1965. Wow. Yeah. Twenty years past the. World War II. Then we jump forward a bit to 1986. Winston Churchill, you know what? I don't know a whole lot about him. Yes. But I do appreciate the Churchill cigar. Yeah, the Churchill cigar. So I credit him with that. that. I've heard a couple of his, like, radio things. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't couldn't give you a rundown on Churchill, but I will say that I think of him when I smoke I didn't watch the movie. I probably should. I think it's on Netflix or something. They've been a movie. Is there a movie called Churchill? Yeah. Who plays uh, I don't know if Churchill. it's called Churchill, but it's about him. Um, oh, what's that dude's name? Ah, is it the dude that played Batman? No, he is. He is in Batman Begins oh. as Commissioner Gordon. 
Oh. Can't yeah, I don't his know name. his name, but yeah. I know that actor. Yeah, he was really good, won some awards. Uh, 1986, a guy who was a writer wrote the book Death Quest. Uh, he was a sci-fi writer and also the founder of his own religion called Scientology. Oh. Died at 74. Do you know his name? Ron L. Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard. That wacko died at ni- in 1986 on this day. Do you and know that he said before he created the religion Scientology, if you really want to make money, I've create a religion? <laughs> I've he heard did. that. I've watched several documentaries on that. And uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, it's legit crazy. I don't know. I, I don't get how people get suckered into that. Tom Cruise is all in, right? He's all in, baby. Well, but, they still, like... Uh, but Miss- Leah Remini, she's all out. Yeah. She wasn't. Well, you know why she's she out? out. It's because the head guy, I think his name is David Miscavige. I think that's yeah. his name. Yeah. Uh, his wife just disappeared like 10 years ago. And Nobody she reported to it. the FBI. And the FBI is like, nah, we're good. Leah Remini. Leah Remini did because she was really good friends with her wife, and they went to this big wedding that she would have been at. It was like a celebrity wedding, and she's nowhere to be found. She didn't see her friend for years, and so finally she she uh, reported to the FBI, and they're like, "Eh, we're not asking any questions." And uh, she left her. That's what caused her to lead the realize it. And they came after her too, right? Oh yeah, they try to ruin. That's what they do. They so uh, they're gonna ruin us next. But uh, y'all crazy. All right. (laughs) 1989. This is right up my alley. American serial killer of up to 100 women. Eh, that didn't sound right that I said that's this right, right up my here. <laughs> I like Josh serial really killer documentaries. This. Oh, okay. He killed up to 100 women during the 1970s. Some say more. He was ex- executed so by electric chair in Florida at 42. His name was Ted Bundy. On this day. And they were still using the electric chair in 1989? Oh, yeah. Well, well, I think in Oklahoma, there's two guys that are dying either this week or last week uh, by firing squad. Oh, I heard that some states are reinstituting that. Because they had so much trouble with the, like, chemical cocktail for uh, lethal injection that they're going back to some old school methods. Ted Buddy, interesting dude. Really dumb. Thought he was smarter than everybody. Was his own lawyer for a while. That didn't work out. Um, but like he escaped prison twice. Did he really? Once they were. Where did he, he go? Was, well, they got him again because he, he was in Colorado, and because he was his own lawyer, they let him use like this court um, library, and he got used to seeing when the guards were like not paying attention. And he asked him at one point to open the window, I guess, to get some fresh air, and he started jumping from his top bunk to the floor to build up his ankles. Oh, jeez. And he jumped from the window and then ran off into the hills of Colorado. He was caught. This is all just off my off my dome piece. I'm not yeah. even looking at anything. He was caught because he got pulled over. He got a car and got pulled over, and that's how they caught him. He goes back to prison, and then somehow he sneaks out. He gets skinny enough. He starts losing a bunch of weight, and I think he snuck out through the light. Like somehow oh, he figured out the light the light was loose. So, yeah, yeah it was a whole thing. Then went, he, from there he went to Florida, and that's where he was eventually caught. But... And he Crazy. Killed, he killed over a hundred women, at least, because th- he admitted to a hundred. But I think there was a lot more that they. What a terrible, him. terrible dude! Just a wacko. went by the electric chair, though. I like that chair. they zapped him for it. Yep, yep. Nineteen ninety-three, Thurgood Marshall. Do you know him? Well, he's a big, big prominent figure in Maryland because they renamed Baltimore Washington That's International right. Airport as Thurgood Marshall BWI. First African American Supreme Court justice died in. 84. 
or died at 84 in 1993. And the final death, celebrity death, that we're going to discuss, 2006, Chris Penn. We were just talking about one of his movies, uh, Reservoir Dogs, last last week. Chris Penn, uh, uh, brother of uh, Sean Penn, died uh-huh. at 40. How did he go? Uh, I think it was heart. I think he had a heart attack or something like that. It was sudden. Yeah. Yeah. Good actor. I like him and, and stuff, but... I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't that. know he was gone. I Four, missed the headline. 15 years ago or something, but... Hmm. Yeah. Reservoir Dogs. He was good in that. He's yeah. pretty much good in everything. People said he's a nice guy, but uh, that, that wraps up our celebrity celebrity deaths. Celebrity death. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little dark. <laughs> the, the, you're laughing at them. Well, I don't know. We'll let it ride. We'll see how how the people feel about it well we got maybe 10 15 more minutes or so you do your thing you want to do uh you want to get into a little uh news and entertainment yeah hit me with it hey man let's talk about stuff and stuff yeah stuff and stuff stuff and stuff that's a new segment we're debuting tonight where we talk about you know what we haven't done in a couple weeks and it's gonna have to come back is you know why i'm dumb Oh, you know why I'm done. That's a segment I miss. All right, stuff and stuff. What do you got? Stuff and stuff. So uh, give me one second here because I was supposed to loop the whole time I was talking. This is called production on the spot. Here we go. Uh, Moon Knight. Have you heard about this? It's a new Marvel movie or I think it's a TV series coming out. I saw a headline. I I don't know anything about it. Actor. Gaspard Ulel, something like that. Dead at 37 after a skiing accident. He's in that new. He's in movie? the new show. I guess or he's prominent show. in it, and died today. Like Sonny Bono. Like, some, but there's a lot. There's been and there, uh, what's his name? Uh, he died today. He died today. Jeez. Liam Neeson. Um, his wife died in a skiing accident. There's a. There's a lot of skiing accidents, are but you don't not, hear about are them they in normal. Not wearing helmets. I don't know, but like it seems like a lot of celebrities die, and if that's a if that's proportionate to our. To everyday people, yeah, us normies, you'd think there'd be a lot more skiing deaths that you hear about, but maybe there are, and they don't advertise it because they want you to buy your lift tickets. Maybe. Oh, it's big, big ski. That's we're at the tip of the conspiracy iceberg. Kind of weird. He was in Hannibal Rising and some different stuff, but died died thirty-seven in a skiing accident. Kind of weird. Yeah, it is weird. I guess we're talking about a lot of death here. Wear your helmets, people. (laughs) I remember when I bought a ski helmet. At the request of my wife, I think. Yeah. I, th- I, I wear one now. I told you guys. Man, I I have, even now that I know how to ski, I still have spectacular wipeouts. Yeah. Because there's a whole lot of me going real fast and something bad's going to happen. Yeah. And so my wife said, please just get a helmet. And I thought, you know, this is stupid. Like, if I was riding a bicycle, I probably wouldn't be wearing a helmet. I yeah. wear a helmet when I ride a motorcycle, but I'm going 80 miles an hour. Yeah. Right? And I thought, on skis, I'm falling into snow. What's the big deal? It's just a good idea. But you hear about... Sonny Bono and and whatever that other dude's name was and everybody it takes else that goes out. out. Because you are around. moving in a pretty good clip. But here's the deal: the helmet's actually pretty warm too. Yeah, it does. Right? Yeah, that's it does. so. Yeah. There's a purpose to it. You there. can buy in even if it's just for that. Yep. Um, moving on with the NFL playoffs upon us. Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady. Thomas. Thomas Bradley Brady <laughs> is launching his first apparel brand that he says instills fearlessness, resilience, 
and confidence towards achieving peak performance. Now, I'll post this picture on our site. TB12. But this is his brand, and it instills fearness, resilience, and confidence. Why don't you just describe what some of those looks are? Fearlessness, resilience, and confidence. They're just wearing black sweatshirts. It's all black shirts. I don't yeah. get it. I don't I don't get style. I, I look at Kanye West crap, too, and I'm like, I don't get it. Makes no sense. I saw something about the boots he was wearing recently that that was a big deal. Kanye, but Bra- like Tom Brady, it's just a bunch of black shirts. Yeah, why does it? You just make money, and he will make a ton of money. I'll on make. It. I'll probably buy one. I'll probably <laughs> buy three, <laughs> so I can feel fearless. Um, former FBI special. I don't know if you're keeping up with the Britney Spears news, but former FBI special agent concluded that Jamie Spears, who's her father, yeah, Britney Spears' father, he surveilled. Britney Spears' bedroom. So an investigator concluded that he put a secret recording device in her bedroom, which is an allegation that she first made um, New York Times last year, and they just and they concluded it. that it was true. So he's just a creepo weird he is, dude. Yeah. And wasn't he like, he was just running through her money too, right? That's the rumor, yeah, that he just went through millions. And then part of me is like, she needs some because she's like lashing out on Instagram and whatnot. And She's people, got problems. Everyone's saying she needs to be free. She free Britney. I think she might need somebody. Maybe not her dad because her dad might have been weird, but she yeah. needs somebody helping her out. I yeah. think a I really, know. really good personal assistant. A really good one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's lashing out at her sister now, like this whole thing. Well, she's got problems, right? This all kind of started a decade ago because she has problems. Yeah. It's just her family and her weirdo creep dad just took advantage of her. Yeah. Well, you ever see people that you grew up that are just kind of like. They never got out of the trailer park, and so everything's a fight, everything's drama. And right. she kind of seems like that only with a spotlight on her. Yeah. Yeah. But, hey, free Brittany. Um, <laughs> you got the shirt. Last story. I thought this was interesting. Scientists discovered a new species of parasitic worm that's particularly deadly to tarantula spiders. And can you guess what they named it? A worm can kill a spider. A parasitic worm oh, that parasitic is worm. deadly to tarantula spiders, and they get they called it the Tarantibulus Jeff Daniels. No, they didn't. They did. It's a story. <laughs> you can look it up. Did you know what they named it at? Why they named it Jeff Daniels? No. After the 1994 oh, arachnophobia. arachnophobia. That's crazy. And I guess so. It's pretty nasty. The Jeff Daniels. The parasitic worm called Jeff Daniels. Yeah. I guess he liked it, but uh, you know he thought it was a cool homage to him. But they do some nasty things. Once they infect the tarantulas, the spider's limbs are slowly paralyzed, making them walk on their eight tiptoes, and their mouths and fangs are rendered useless, and they eventually starve to death. So it's a nice, good-hearted. So you news. want those worms around? Yeah, good-hearted news stories to end on. A uh, news story to end yeah, on. Yeah, body and everything's dying. Yeah. Yep. They gone. They gone. Um, I don't have much else. I had a bunch of listener questions that they sent in. Maybe should we should we end with one we listener should, question? We should end with a listener question. Okay. We should involve the listeners. It's time for listener questions. Questions from those who listen. All right. Because um, they are the ones that have brought us to now here our 19th episode here's a good one from uh let's uh, frankie downs who we tried his food let's he sent a bunch so we got a lot of material from him frankie downs is down with the podcast he's down with the podcast yeah and i like that um he's gonna have to call in yeah i think so let's get frankie on. let's get frankie on the on the horn all right but until um, then his question 
Yes, his, well, he had a bunch of them, but let's just start with the first one. I think it's a good one. What should we do with abandoned malls? Because there are, oh, they are shutting down. Yeah. Although we went to the one in Lincoln uh, two weeks ago, it was kind of nice being in a mall that's actually active. It kind of yeah. felt like the '90s again or the '80s again. I think indoor paintball. Ooh, that would be kind of cool. Have you ever played indoor paintball? I've been no. in two different I've, locations. Oh yes, before. yes, one. Well, the one on Kent Island, Maryland. That uh, yeah, they tore that building down, but that oh, was pretty really? good. Yeah, yeah, that was good. And then I did one. There was some place in Baltimore, like a big warehouse. Uh, I went to that one too. It was like I, a sand yeah, we went with your old church. It was like a yeah. uh, all nighter or something. That one was crazy. <clears throat> no, I don't think I played because yeah, but, pretty uh, pretty fun. Yeah, Paint, it is paintball's fun. always fun. It's expensive, but man, it's yeah. fun to shoot people. Let, don't isolate that. That's not a drop. <laughs> it's fun to shoot people. That's not what I meant, listeners. It's it's fun to shoot people with paint. I spent a lot of time in that first the paintball park because yeah. uh, the Atonement Skateboard oh, Park was there. Also, you're taking it old school back yeah. in the er, the well, mid to late nineties. Yeah. That was a good time out there. That was uh, Wayne. Jer- uh, yeah, Jordan and Wayne. Jordan and Wayne. Jordan yeah. and Wayne. They were Atonement. Yeah. Oh, I had their T-shirts. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was a cool. So I had a, when I was. You think they can still do a kickflip? Oh, for sure. Have Jordan you, is a cop. Is he really? Jordan became a cop. All yeah. right. Yeah, man. Skaters hated cops. It's funny that a skater became a cop. Jordan, I didn't. I didn't plan to talk about Jordan tonight, but I got two good Jordan stories. Fire away. Um, the first one I've just forgotten as I was getting ready to talk about. Oh, well, so yeah. That's that's one of our segments. <laughs> That's got to be one of our segments. Josh starts to talk about something and forgets it halfway through. My top five favorites, I only got three. <laughs> so Jordan, one night, uh, he was a little older than me, but uh, he, um, maybe only, he might have been two years older than me, but he, uh, we, they were setting up the skate park, and they were going to be like up all night. And I asked my mom, I was in high school, probably eighth, or no, not eighth, probably 10th grade because I was driving. Yeah. I said, hey, can I stay up and, and do the skate park? She said, with who? I said, with Bobby and Jordan. She said, yeah, sure. You're a good kid. You don't get in trouble. So that was kind of a cool. Yeah. But here's the good Jordan story. I had a guy. We we took this same class in high school, Guitar 101. Ooh. And there was a bully in our class named Dusty. And this kid had it out for me big time. Yeah. Big time. I don't know why, but he just he wanted to beat me up, and he said, "I'm going to come to your work." You worked. At, I worked at a place called Jam and Java, a cool yeah. coffee house. Yeah. He said, "I'm going to come to your work tonight, and I'm going to beat you up when you come out to your car." And sure enough, um, and and this guy he was Jordan, waiting there for you. Sure enough, I look out. There was a big balcony, as you probably remember, yeah. and I look out, and he's sitting there in the bushes, waiting for me to come oh, out. Oh man! Now my friend Jordan is in our guitar class as well, and yeah. He's a little. He was a little dude back then. And you're then. a lover, not a fighter. I didn't want to fight anybody, especially yeah. not then. Today, I would have gone for it. Yeah, but, but not, not then. Not then. You were more of a lover. Yeah, I was a musician. I was artsy, and he he heard this conversation, and he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna come up there too." And he did, and he came up there, and he was ready. He had a skateboard, and he was like, and he'd been in some fights. Yeah, and he was from the streets. Um, and, and he, he hung out with me the whole out. time. He was gonna. We was gonna fight me to get fight with. Fight him together with me. Wow. Now the guy left before I came out, but he yeah. was there waiting for me wow. for a while. And then I think maybe Jordan scared him off. I don't know. Good, but good, on, good on Jordan. Yeah, man, that's Hooked a cool story. Night. It was. Yeah. He was a good guy. But uh, I don't know what to do with the band malls. I know churches. Some churches oh, yeah, take they them could over. Use some space. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's so a skate park. Speaking of skate parks, that would be cool. Yeah. Any any anything on wheels would be fun in a mall, right? 
yeah. riding your bike or podcast studio. Yes, the ultimate your podcast. Dream. My dream could come true. Is there an abandoned mall nearby? Uh, our our mall is pretty much abandoned. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's slowly. I heard it's going to be an Amazon fulfillment. Yeah, I, I can see that. Well, they've already lost all the major. As long as they relocate the pizza place, and it doesn't just disappear. That's right. What New about York the movie theater? Pizza. Honestly, they could come or go. I don't. Uh, they're such a crappy theater. It's the yeah. worst AMC in the country. You have a movie theater in your basement. I do. I don't need them. Yeah. I don't need them. In fact, I'd probably drive a little way. I'd probably you drive have HBO Max and a movie theater in your basement. What else do you need? What else do you need? You got it. Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, I guess that's a good note to wrap up on. Anything Should wrap else? it. Anything else you want to add? Um, you know that Huel. I'm, I'm I've been guessing it up. I'm guessing it's going to look the same coming back out. <laughs> I'll leave you with that thought. <laughs> I'll, been, I'll put that in the captain's log for you next week. Um, I'm trying to find the outro music. There it is, right there at the top. It says outro music. Um, but yeah, I guess we can uh, go ahead and wrap this baby up. Put her to bed. Hey, don't sleep on the Hy-Vee pizza. We had some tonight. Oh, yeah. Hy-Vee pizza. Delicious. It's a Midwestern grocery store. That's real what you good. should leave with. And, uh, Go get you some pie. That's right. Get yourself some pie. Chris is going to run to the bathroom and keep it on the... Gooch, gooch, baby. Peace. But I will say <laughs> um, that that my my butt's never been cleaner. Okay, I can say yep. that okay. with full confidence.